What I'm about to say may surprise you or even disappoint you. You might think it's counterintuitive, ridiculous, outrageous, and so despicable that you immediately demand a refund. But here it is. Even though this book is about being a gentleman, I'm not going to give you a definition of what a gentleman is. There's no specific Dane here way of being a gentleman. That would be too static, too conclusive, too prescriptive. As I've said many times in all of my books and most of my online materials and in my classes and some of my conversations, I don't have any answers for you, my friend. Only questions. I'm never going to tell you what to do, and I'm never going to make any demands of you. I'm simply inviting you to explore this area with me. And to explore, we need to move away from black and white, good and bad, right and wrong ways of thinking. A core element of this book, and a necessary step on the way to becoming a true gentleman, centers on undefining and breaking down the roles that we feel we need to play out as men. So I'm really not going to prescribe another way for you to be. Instead, I'd like to present you with possibilities that will get you to the place where you can be the greatest version of yourself as a man, whatever that looks like for you. In fact, if I had to sum up what being a gentleman means in one sentence, that sentence would come pretty close. Let me say that one more time. Being a true gentleman is about being the greatest you can be as a man, whatever that looks like for you. Why is this conversation required? There's so many reasons why I believe this conversation is essential right now. First, there's the fact that it sprung from the seed of a conversation with a dear friend, which grew into a video series on YouTube, which in turn spoke to so many guys and opened up so many questions and contributions from men all over the world. Men were listening, interacting, and responding. They were saying yes. And, as I said a few pages ago, so were their partners. Let's talk more about that seed planted by that dear friend, 23-year-old Liam. He and I were discussing the different aspects of what it is to be a man. Could a man be kind while also being powerful? Could he be vulnerable while also being sexual? By the way, that kind of conversation, which was open, honest, and supportive, is exactly the kind of conversation men should be able to have with each other. And this is something we'll get to later in the book. But there we were, and there Liam was, standing in front of me, saying that the very fact that we were talking in this way, about this subject, was a huge deal for him. We were covering and exploring an area which he struggled to find good, useful, authentic information on. He'd scoured YouTube. He'd googled just about every variant of the phrase, how to be a man, and he'd plowed through the articles and tutorials and opinion pieces that came back. He was no clearer and no closer to knowing how to live as the man he wanted to be in this world. What was really lacking for Liam were resources, which spoke to a possibility where being a man means you can be honorable, kind, and caring, and also potent and sexual. Everything that this young seeker had found was either or. You can either be an alpha male or you can be a doormat. You can dominate a woman, or she can dominate you. No in-betweens, no gray areas, no room for a different possibility. And, crucially, almost all of these resources centered around getting women to like you, or to agree to sleeping with you. Like, that's all there is. Like, that's how you measure your worth. So there, in that moment, in that conversation, Liam realized it wasn't a case of either or. He could be kind and strong, vulnerable and sexual, nurturing and powerful. He could be all of those things, and so much more. And I thought, well, if this curious and brilliant young man hasn't been able to find the guidance that he needs for this subject, then we need to create a platform to talk about it. So I ran a series of discussions and Q&As on YouTube, and I called it Return of the Gentleman. And, as I said earlier, men responded, women responded, and the seed of this book was planted. If a tree falls in the forest. One of the other big indications for me that this discussion is important comes from the fact that if you happen to identify as female in this world, and you happen to want to know how to live in your power as a woman, and why wouldn't you, 
There are heaps of materials available to you. There's an abundance of amazing voices speaking to female seekers about being the greatness that they are. I love it, and I support it, and I'm so happy those voices are here and they're being heard. They absolutely should be. But where are the equally authentic and empowering voices standing alongside that message for guys? Well, we've already established that they're totally outnumbered by the voices shouting, Getting laid is what being a real man is all about. And what's the result of this imbalance? What if, like Liam, and like me, and like millions of other humanoid men, the number of people you slept with has nothing to do with your self-worth? What if you are the valuable product? If you are a man, chances are that you don't feel that you're enough. For so many, men and women, men are less than. Wrong for wanting more, wrong for wanting something else, and just plain wrong. So we make ourselves a little smaller, because we don't want to be that guy.